Hello dear listeners and welcome to this special Sunday meditation. I am Pastor Enzo Pellini and it's truly a blessing to have you join us today on this journey of reflection and connection. Whether you're joining us for the first time or you've been a part of our spiritual community, your presence here is cherished and valued. As we gather for this moment of reflection, I'd like to share the reading for this new week. The reading of Matthew chapter 16 verses 21 to 28. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death, before they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. What do you wish in your life? With this question, I begin my message today, and I want you to consider this later, perhaps meditating on this response when you return home. What do you want to accomplish in your life? It's likely you already have an answer in mind, you might be in the process of reaching, being, or attaining what you desired, and that's all right. Some have a clear answer, while others do not, and some are still discovering theirs. Even the younger ones will find their path in the future, or they might change their goals on multiple occasions. However, the question remains relevant. What is it that you truly desire in your life? Maybe today, even here in the church, we can together address this question to some extent. And here comes another question. What happens after this life? What is waiting for us? Where will we go? We know this answer in the church. If you are not sure yet, we can learn about it together here today. If you recall the last sermon, Peter confessed Jesus as the Son of the Living God, the Messiah, God's envoy. Jesus was impressed by this declaration, as Peter publicly proclaimed it when no one else dared. Jesus realized then that Peter hadn't spoken on his own, but that the Holy Spirit of God had guided him to that accurate response. However, in the reading for today, we come across a different point of view. Jesus rebukes Peter as if he were being influenced by Satan, the devil. A striking contradiction, isn't it? 
This situation shows us two aspects from which we can learn today. First, as vulnerable and susceptible human beings, we can be guided by the Holy Spirit of God. Second, we can also be influenced by the devil. We don't need to be afraid of this contrast. It's part of reality. Even believers can be targets of the devil's attacks. That's why Jesus provided us with a model prayer that includes the request not to fall into temptation and to be delivered from evil. Today, Jesus shows us that Peter, an exemplary believer, along with many of his disciples, can also be influenced and tempted by Satan. This reveals the humanity and, as a result, the vulnerability of Peter. This suggests that we too, to a greater or lesser extent than Peter, can be influenced by the devil. This is normal and part of our experience. As believers, even though being human, we'll go through periods of spiritual strength and moments of weakness. The key is to stand up, say no to that influence, and keep going just like we do when we deal with difficulties in life. Martin Luther believed that the best way to confront the devil was through prayer and reading the Bible. Let me explain some concepts here. Who is the devil? He isn't a mere figure of fiction or a tale. He's a reality. Just as many believe in angels, for example, due to the Bible, we also need to acknowledge the existence of demons as described in the Bible. The devil is the leader of demons, similar to how the archangel Michael leads the angels. He is the source of evil in the world. As human beings, we are exposed to his influence. Sometimes when something bad happens, people blame God. However, the responsibility doesn't lie with God, who embodies goodness, purity, and love. When we distance ourselves from the presence of God, from the fellowship of believers, we become vulnerable to the devil's influence. This is why Luther recommended prayer, which connects us with God and gives us the strength we sometimes lack. Reading the Bible isn't mere intellectual exercise, like reading any other book. It's the only written record of God's Word. It was written by individuals inspired by the Holy Spirit. When we approach God's Word with devotion, we not only learn about God's will, but also become strengthened and blessed by the Holy Spirit. This forms the foundation of our faith as Christians. Jesus warns his disciples that they will face difficulties in life, especially as believers. The situation is even more challenging for non-believers, as they must navigate life without God's protection and guidance. Jesus tells his disciples, and this applies to us today, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Taking up the cross means recognizing that as believers, we will encounter challenges. 
In today's world, taking up the cross might mean facing teasing, disrespect for your beliefs, and even unfair treatment in a society where religion is not the big focus. We need courage to confess our faith amidst this. Jesus also reminds us that those who seek to live by their own rules without God's guidance and support are losing. They could achieve a life that appears successful, but it won't have the most important benefits in the end. A fleeting existence leading to nothing. What good is it to gain the whole world if you lose your soul? That's why when you think about what you want to achieve in life, you should do it wisely. God wants us to have a complete life. When he talks about have it to the full life, according to John chapter 10, verse 10, he's thinking about both life on earth and life that lasts forever. This abundant life begins now, but only when we decide to accept his help and live the way he wants us to. I often think about what the scientists said, especially for those who only trust human thinking. He said, imagine you don't believe in God. You don't believe in salvation, in heaven, or eternal life. Let's suppose you are right. And in the end, we discovered that there is no God or anything else. So, what have you lost? Nothing, because there wouldn't be anything. But now let's imagine I am right, and indeed there is a God. There is salvation and eternal life. There is paradise. There is reward. What have you lost then? Everything. Then, even from a logical perspective, it's wiser to believe in God. May God bless and show us the way to live as He wants. May our dreams, our goals, be inspired by the Holy Spirit. May God give us the wisdom to live by His teachings. Even though we face hard times, may our lives be full of blessings, starting from when we choose to believe in God. I wish the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week. Music